You're listening to nothing important. We totally appreciate you calling, and we love voiceover artists. And uh, even though I had to step out to give my daughter her blankie, <laughs> um, uh, it, it's One just, man it's just... on a mission to give his daughter her blankie. <laughs> yeah. Please enjoy the show. This is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is number three on the all-time Dave list. Dave, Dave, how's it going, my friend? God damn you, Dave Navarro and Dave Mustaine. <laughs> well, you got to watch it. You got to watch it because uh, Dave of Dave and Buster's is creeping up quite quickly. Yeah, but and then Dave, right behind Dave Coulier, right behind him, him is Super Dave Osborne. Well, Dave Coulier is keeping them down though, because I think Dave Coulier is right behind me. You ought to know, well, Brian. <laughs> You ought to know. Well, yeah, I, I am the keeper of the list, but hey, man, it's good to talk to you. It's been not even really a couple weeks. It's been like a week and a half because we actually recorded an episode last week, but due to this weird mandatory uh, Windows 10 file update, doohickey thingy, it actually uh, erased some of the audio files from our friend Jeff, who sat in as the third mic. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. It was a pretty good conversation. Um, I said a lot of things that maybe I'd better off not saying anyway, but... I would have just well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We are back at it, and uh, currently we're waiting for uh, John Bailey to uh, call in. John Bailey is uh, the epic voice guy from Honest Trailers. That is one of my favorite YouTube things. Yeah, Screen Junkies, <laughs> Honest Trailers. It, it, it's so great. It's so great. So I can't wait to talk to him. It's very cool of him to make time for us. Mm. So when he gives us a ring, we're going to patch him on in. I told him that we are ready whenever he is ready and uh hopefully he'll be calling us soon so uh before we started up oh, actually i think that's him right now could you give me one sec yeah dave you there i am here dave we have the one the only john bailey from screen junkies on the uh someone important hotline john welcome to our uh, silly little podcast What's up? <laughs> Dude, we we have interviewed a lot of people, right? Like more people yeah. than uh two nerds like us really should have the ability to two to, and like uh, three, five. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in there. Like it, six six is stretching it a Your little bit. But, I, but yeah, yeah, in there. Maybe a baker's dozen. Yeah, maybe a baker's, but, baker's dozen there, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and and why we love all, all of our guests who agree to talk with us. I, I got to tell you, Dave and I are big fans, and we're super excited to chat with you for a few minutes. Oh, cool, man. Absolutely. So uh, first off, I'm a big fan of your work on uh, Screen Junkies, Honest Trailers. And Dave and I were talking a little bit while he was still driving to his home studio from his work studio. And uh, we, we were chatting. What I absolutely love about what you do is uh, – you get to pretty much make fun of other people's creations and you're applauded for it. And, uh, I gotta tell you, that's, that's something that Dave and I hold a high respect for my friend. <laughs> well, uh, thankfully, uh, I'm just reading other people's words. I do improvise a little bit here and there when I get the scripts, but so if anybody gets mad about it, they 
you know, them. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> even though we're even though they're critiquing other people's work, I, I try to keep that separate from my regular career as a voice actor. So that way, I won't have studios. They get ticked off because we made fun of one of their movies and not want to hire me because uh, they they you know they got a bad taste in their mouth from from Australia. So I try to keep those two things separate. So, but so far uh, the majority of people who hear them that work on them, like the Russo brothers, they've been they're big fans of what we do. So it's all kind of worked out. I think it's it's nothing more than a milder version of a Comedy Central roast. Right. <laughs> Right, it, uh, but it, it's so good, and uh, that Dave and I, uh, we were wondering about that, uh, about whether you write or improvise, and um, you you have writers that that send you what you're you're supposed to say, right? Well, yeah, the honest trailer started with Andy Signore, who uh, had a one of the channels that Five Media owned that was mainly for TV and movie, and they just didn't know really what to do with it. They'd done some interview stuff with it before with some uh, some famous folks at Press Junkets. But he saw the Phantom Menace be re-released in 3D, and it was like, wait a minute, this movie sucks. Why are they trying to make it, <laughs> you know, think that this movie is going to be good? We already know that this is bad. So he got the idea to do an honest version of a movie trailer, which is instead, because in my real job, I try to convince you with my voice and in the trailer that this is the greatest thing ever. You have to buy this on Blu-ray or you have to go to the theater and see this thing. He wanted to do one that actually told you the truth about the film. So they started with one voice and to a second voice who did the next 12 or so. Uh, there was one other voice that did Avatar only. And then I came along at Lord of the Rings and I've been doing it ever since. So uh, they have a team of writers. Spencer Gilbert is the head writer. Uh, Dan Merle is the head editor. And they have a couple of people underneath them, but it's it's a uh, it's a it's a group effort, really. Really, it has become uh, there's good chemistry between everybody. And since we've expanded over to Honest Game Trailers, now we have a few guys that with Smosh Games that help with the writing. Uh, Maxwell Song and Andy Bird. So yeah, it's a it's a big team now. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what I love about that? Like you just gave us the history. Uh, amazingly enough, before uh, Dave got his setup going, I actually watched the uh, the Star Wars uh, The Force Awakens honest trailer where uh, all the announcers kind of got in on it. And that, that was awesome. Well, I'm glad they did that one for multiple reasons. One, Gannon was always a cool guy. He, he got called into the military, which is why they had to have another voice. Um, but he's always been a really nice guy. And he, uh, he kind of, we, we kind of became friends through like Twitter and Facebook, but he's, he's a, he's a super cool dude, but I'm, I'm glad that we did that because a lot of people didn't realize that it, there's been more than one voice. A lot of fans started coming in after I came along. And once they, I think maybe once they realized that I did multiple genre of films, they're like, wow, we literally do any kind of movie. Because they before, I think they only did like action and, you know, sci-fi, big blockbuster, fantasy type, whatever. They didn't do any kind of romantic comedies, no horror movies, no no uh, family-friendly movies. And some of the Disney stuff that we've done has been the biggest few stuff that we've done. So I think that, because I, I just told them one day, I was like, you, mind, you know, you guys do know I did like the entire campaign for like the Smurfs. Smurfs 2 and uh, uh, Tin Tin and a bunch of other, I do, I do more than one genre of trailers voice. And they're like, oh man, I, we could do this and we could do that. So they started doing like a romantic comedy for Valentine's Day and, and yeah, just kind of expanded off from there. Halloween, now we do horror movies for Halloween. Um, so yeah, I think it kind of like, I think it actually tripled um, wow. after I got there from like that, that first year, first year or two. And uh, so it, it was really glad to bring all the voices back together because some of these newer fans that have only been with us like the last year or less, they may have not even known there were other voices. So it was kind of like a homecoming for, for the original Screen Junkies cast and crew and uh, and to let all these other people know a little bit about, you know, oh, by the way, there's all these other voices that used to work. 
That was that's great. I know Dave has uh, some questions for you. I'm I'm sorry to do that. I just got to step out for one second. I got I got my uh my little baby. And I can hear. <laughs> can you hear the baby crying? We have four. That's good. She's making her podcast debut. Dave, take it over for just a couple seconds, okay? <laughs> so my, I, I have four say, kids. I totally get it. <laughs> all right, on. I have none. I'm just chilling by myself here on my couch. Oh, you lucky, studio. lucky man. <laughs> Some say yes, but uh, I didn't. I have not seen the Force Awakens one yet because I have not watched the Force Awakens. So I don't want any spoilers. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I'm not a Star <laughs> Next Wars. You're gonna tell guy. me you don't watch Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. Oh well, do you? We uh, we actually do a Better Call Saul fan podcast. Oh, in addition, that's a great freaking um, joke. So that I do. I don't watch Game of Thrones though. No, <laughs> I did wrong. watch the fight scene from the last episode though, and that was. Pretty I should crazy. hang up on you right now. <laughs> I should hang up on you right now Brian, until you get caught up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Brian will be back. See, my thing is like I wanted to comment. I caught the Nick Rivers joke in the Top Gun trailer. That wasn't mine. <laughs> yeah. See, that's my th- that's that's Val Kilmer was in a slapstick comedy called Top Secret back in the eighties, like his first movie. Yeah, Spencer's uh, Spencer's done really well on movies. So is Dan. <laughs> They're both uh, very knowledgeable. That's why they do so well in the movie fight series. Yeah. So yeah, that's where that's where the, all that you know those pulls come from. That's in the writing. The deep uh, the, the, improv- the improv the improvisation that I usually do is usually more reactionary. It's it's usually when the narrator kind of breaks character a little bit, where he's angry, like we did with After Earth. It, it comes in, you know, the reaction type stuff. Okay. Or I just come up with, a, with an idea that might be funnier, or if it's a movie that I am familiar with, I might do it. Every once in a while, I'll come up with a joke or whatever. Um, <laughs> the, for, like, just Daredevil, for example. I came up with their, just a derp devil. And they thought that was funny, so they let it in. Uh, sometimes I come up with an all-starring game that I think might be fun. Sometimes it makes it in, sometimes it doesn't. It depends. Um, I think more of the more of what I mess around with the script ends up in uh, the, the honest game trailers as opposed to the movie trailers. Ah. But uh, uh, otherwise, uh, the only writing credit I think I have in the three years I've been with them has been for uh, for uh, Pacific, which is one of my favorite ones uh, because it's such a dumb, fun movie to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were like, well, we feel like we're forgetting something and it just feels like it's missing. But like, you guys are completely, completely ignored the whole drifting thing and how stupid that was. In fact, <laughs> they say it has to be two people like a father and son and yet twice in the movie it's one person by himself. Right. And at the end of the movie, it's two complete strangers that have nothing in common whatsoever. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, have we missed that? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, I am. So, uh, yeah. I am back, man. Uh, you say you said you have four children, four kids. Yeah, you are insane, my friend. Teenagers now, they're, they're all growing up on me. Oh my god, I got I got a five year old and uh, and an eighteen month old, and they're currently sharing rooms. So when start one starts getting distraught, it wakes up the other one, and then it's just uh, either it's uh, yeah, going to remain forever as long as you have a house small enough where they don't have their own rooms. Oh my god, yeah, totally. We we live in a three flat. Uh, where I'm at, where we live right now, we live in a three flat in uh, downtown Chicago, so it's always quite interesting. Uh, Sometimes my neighbors it's a good hot dog, and a pizza though. Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, one one question I, I uh, definitely wanted to ask you was uh, how did you become the epic voice guy? Was voice acting something you always wanted to do, or was it something you kind of fell into? Me that question while you were gone. We already oh, then I'll, I'll just listen to it on the plane. I'm just <laughs> Uh, I've been a voice actor since 2009. I've been the voice of over uh, 3,000 projects and one, one former. I've been the voices for toys, over 300 movie trailers, uh, including 
TV trailers and promos and uh, movies on DVD, movies and Blu-ray and movies still in theaters and game trailers. And so any kind of trailer, uh, I've narrated a documentary, two documentaries. Uh, I'm going to be the narrator for a show on, uh, coming out in the fall. I've been over a dozen video games, including a couple of award winners like the XCOM franchise. I'm going to be in Dishonored 2 come November 11th, another game I can't talk about that comes out in February, <laughs> and an animated series that doesn't come out till sometime later this this fall that I can't talk about that either. A lot of non-disclosure stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm the voice of uh, Rex and, uh, and Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars toys, some of the Clone Wars toys, as well as some of the commercials that came out a few years back. Wow. And just a little bit of everything. So I've done character work, and I've worked for some... YouTube channels on the on the internet. I uh, worked for How It Should Have Been. I character work for them. Cartoon Hooligans. Um, uh, a lot of Defy Media stuff. Smosh, Smosh Games. Uh, I've actually been and some on camera, just voice stuff. And uh, but the the original group that came to me, the Andy Andy came to me after Dan left, and said, "Hey, I, I found your video on the on YouTube." And uh, I looked up your website and was like, wow, you're a real movie trailer guy. And it would be so cool to have somebody who actually does movie trailers for a living to work on all those silly fake movie trailer stuff. What, what do you think? And I checked a couple of them out. I was like, oh, it's, it's really funny. So I figured, you know, why not? And it helped grow my own personal YouTube channel. It doesn't do as those guys' channels do. But, uh, you know, it gets, it gets some decent views. And it, it helps people find me. And I do get uh, some work booked because of uh, how popular the series is. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm with them three years now, but yeah, no, I, uh, I was a voice actor long before that. <laughs> and it's funny to me because a lot of people are, you know, they're just recognizing what I sound like now before I just, they just didn't notice. But now that they know what I sound like, they'll hear me in something on television or on the internet or whatever. like, Oh, John, it's so cool that you're getting real work now. You should be a voice actor. <laughs> Thanks. I'll, I'll check into that. Thanks so much for the advice. Uh, that's awesome also uh, i'm also a sound alike for tons and tons of other actors one of my favorite wow. jobs is it's called adr mm-hmm. uh stands for automated dialogue replacement but it, a, a more appropriate term would be would be audio dialogue replacement because that's really what we're doing we're, we're either adding to or changing something that's in the actual film or tv show or whatever it is mm-hmm. and making it make sense or we're censoring it because it's a green band trailer or whatever so they'll throw me a voice and they say, "Hey, can you do so and so?" And I'm like, "I'll give it a shot." And then next thing you know, I'm you know, you can hear me, you can hear me in the new Jason Bourne trailer. And the, the very first two words in the thing, my God, this is Jason Bourne, that's me. Hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you guys wow. probably hear me all the time. You just didn't know it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, that's that's so cool. Uh, one one question I wanted to ask you too. Well, I guess there's actually two questions I wanted to ask you. Uh, did you ever get to meet Don Lafontaine? You know, he passed away about a year before I actually went up to L.A. In fact, that's how my first first manager found me. Uh, ironically, that's the same video that found me that he found me on uh, was the one that Andy found uh, and asked me about on Australia's. But yeah, he saw. I did a silly little video on my YouTube channel called the Movie Men Tribute, which is like by t- the top five uh, movie trailer voice actors that I that I, I was a fan of. So Hal Douglas, who has also passed away since then, Hal Douglas was in there. He's the one that does all the. Uh, a little more family friendly. He kind of has has this grandfatherly kind of sound, and he was the cloudy with a chance of meatballs. He was the one who did that one, and the odds <laughs> of Timothy Green. And Don had that kind of hard edge, you know, in the city. In fact, he's the one who came up with the whole inner world. Uh, and then yeah. there's Ashton. Ashton Smith is the one you hear on TV all the time, 
and she tried like uh, only on TBS. The thing he does at the end of every sentence that goes no, uh, <laughs> trill. Um, then Howard Parker also sounds very much like Don LaFontaine. There's just I'm just throwing out voices now. Uh, Bo Weaver is the one you hear a lot on uh, like Discovery Channel. I got two minutes sick. Weird science. Do- no, he's on Doomsday Preppers. That's one of the shows that he narrates. And of course, Tom Kane, who does all of the movies like Pixar's Up. He's a very family friendly. <laughs> he did uh, Harold and Kumar's Christmas. But, uh, yeah, so, and uh, Peter Collins has always been one of my favorites. He was the, the voice of Optimus Prime. But when I first heard him, it was from Voltron, Defender of the Universe. And I was like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And uh, But I started noticing in the 80s, he did a ton of trailers. In fact, he did a lot of fake trailers, too. He was on... Uh, on in color, he did uh, Peter Stamaro or whatever the Jim Carrey's female bodybuilder name was. Yeah, Peter Milo. Yeah, Peter yeah. Milo stars. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I'll get a code on that. In fact, it was the only reason why I bought the Lost in Space DVD was because Peter Cullen did the trailer. The rest of the movie thing. But that trailer was like somewhere far from anywhere. Someone was searching, searching for the way home. Dad, where are we? And it's this summer. Yeah, I was like, oh, I've got to buy this now. just Because that was back before you could find the trailers on the internet. So you know, I spent 20, 20 bucks for the <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, and, you know, you, you've uh, you, you've kind of, um, hit, uh, with the uh, Honest Movie trailers and stuff like that, kind of like hit your stride at like a very interesting time in history with YouTube and I see you go to a lot of uh, conventions and stuff like that. And yeah, if you, I, you, I'm kind of, I kind of feel like I'm out in limbo because I, I'm a professional voice actor first, and the YouTube thing was kind of something I always did as just a hobby more than anything else. I always wanted to do sketch comedy type stuff, animated or like you know SNL or Mad TV type sketches. Mm-hmm. And I just I I realized very quickly that you can't do dub. I started dubbing cartoons or redubbing, redubbing them, making funny videos out of them. And then when the content ID boom happened and you make a cartoon of somebody else made, but you redub and re-edit it, uh, the people who made the original cartoon get all the revenue. You don't, they don't take your video down, but they get all the revenue from it and you hmm. don't get anything from it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Cause that's the point. But what's, what's the point of doing that? Right. Um, so, and I didn't have the budget or the actors or the hardware to actually do a sketch. I mean, I just didn't, it would be downright impossible to do it all by myself, especially living in the middle of the, in, in the, the, the western middle end of the uh, United States instead of over on their end, instead of over <laughs> end in California where there's plenty of people. Yeah. So my channel just, I mean, my, I got decent views, but I started doing toy reviews as a parody of my other friends who did toy reviews, and all of them have gone on to get quarter million subscribers doing actual reviews of toys, which I still think is the silliest thing ever, <laughs> because anybody can go to Walmart and get a camera and do exactly what they do. Right. It's the personality of the person that they're watching that they actually enjoy. So I got, the idea to, I, I got the idea to make fun of those guys actually do like characters reviewing themselves. And when I started doing Optimus Prime reviewing toys, uh, other Transformers toys, and he basically turned into this jerk who only likes Optimus Prime toys and he hates everything else. Um, <laughs> then they started getting really good views. But then when I joined with the network, they're like, that content doesn't really fit with our content. So you should really focus on stuff that more like what you work on with us, like movies and games. So I started doing that instead. It was kind of like starting my channel over again. So I'm trying to slowly build it back up again from from when I changed it, but yeah. So I, I'm kind of in limbo. I'm 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 a full time voice actor. Been doing that much longer and have some huge credits already. 
And I'm also working for all these huge YouTubes. I'm working for Smosh and Smosh Games, how it should have ended, Martin Hooligans, uh, All Me. Uh, geez, there's so many freaking things that they throw at me. So there's only a break. We've done the prank videos with break. And so I'm, I'm half YouTuber and half professional voice actor. So I don't think when I go to convention, they really know where to put me. <laughs> and I feel like I'm out of place with the YouTubers, but I also feel like I'm out of place with the voice actors because so many actors don't do much with YouTube. And very few uh, YouTubers have actually done like full-on professional voice acting, not very much. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a bridge between worlds. <laughs> wow, that expands into both areas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got news. I got bad news for you. Nothing important is going to do anything for you to <laughs> to improve that status. So I apologize. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the the bigger things that I book in voiceover, I think that it may eventually overtake the, the stuff in, in in new media. But so much of it is merging together where they're, you know, these companies like Sony and NBC and, and CBS and all they're, they're making content specifically for the internet mm-hmm. or for, for apps that stream like the new Horizon go, uh, go 90 is, is like, and, and, uh, Hulu and Voodoo. And there's so many, there's so many streaming apps now that eventually it's going to, it's going to be so much cheaper than cable because you can pick and choose which ones you want to get for your content. So the people are going to have Netflix. I'm going to have go with Netflix and go 90 and HBO go. And I really don't care about the rest of it. And they're going to mm-hmm. save themselves, you know, a couple hundred bucks on cable. Yeah, <laughs> so right. exactly. I can understand why they're doing it. So it's, it's literally emergence of YouTube and normal, you know, TV and, and film. Totally. Yeah. Who uh, who uh, gets to pick the the sayings that people want you to say in your? I don't know with. the answer to that one. I really don't. Uh, I don't know if they all pick them separately or one specific <laughs> guy picks them. I told them up front that I love them when they misspell or misquote something that always just cracks me up. <laughs> and they started like every, almost every week we actually have at least one of those misquoted or misquoted because it was just like the one we did with, uh, Luke, Luke, I am your fa. And there's, <laughs> you know, what happened is that they didn't enter too soon. <laughs> and instead of being the smart person that they should have been and deleting that comment and going and rewriting it again, they left it up and then wrote it a second time. Well, we're not going to pick the second one where you corrected yourself. We're going to pick the one that you messed up on. So the whole world can know the genius quote of Star Wars. Um, but yeah, so and some of them, like uh, Spencer's a big fan of, of space balls. And nice. so like any, anything space balls related probably get, will probably get picked over some of the other ones. Sometimes they do uh, the one that's been liked the most. Um, sometimes they pick them based on if an actor's passed away or if it's an anniversary of a thing, or mm. if the comments are relevant to the, to the honest that we did that week. So I don't really don't know. Uh, I can't answer that one. Not truthfully. <laughs> and I am the honest trailer guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I was, uh, usually this is the part where I say, do you have any, uh, projects coming up? But uh, man, it sounds like you have like a million projects coming up. <laughs> yeah. There's three major ones coming up that I can't, I just can't talk about yet. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very- uh, I, I can go. tell you that I'm going to be in Dishonored 2, but I can't tell you anything other than that. It's it's the release date is November 11th, and uh, that's a it's a major sequel to a major game. I didn't know that ahead of time because I'm usually caught up on on all pop culture things, including games. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't when I auditioned for it; it wasn't something that I was familiar with. And then when I went to record for it, they were like, "Oh, it's for this," and I'm like. Oh, okay, I still don't know what it is. Okay, <laughs> right. um, and then uh, so yeah, but the trailer came out. And I see a lot of people on the internet saying how huge this could be. So uh, yeah, hopefully that'll be a great big game. And then another one coming out early next year that I can't say anything about yet. Uh, I can say that both the trailers for both games have been announced and out. In fact, the beta I believe has been out for one or both. I'm not sure yet, but until the casts are posted on IMDb, I can't say anything about it. Right. 
Right. And the other one will be announced uh, very soon, in uh, a little, almost exactly a month from now. One of the things I worked on is going to be announced. So, uh, yeah, just stay tuned to all my social media at Epic Voice Guy, so you can find out straight from the horse's mouth as soon as this stuff drops. Absolutely, we'll we'll keep looking for you on Screen Junkies on his trailers, EpicVoiceGuy.com. Uh, John, thank you so much for coming on the Nothing Important podcast. We know we know it's kind of late. But uh, but we totally appreciate you calling, and we love voiceover artists. And uh, even though I had to step out to give my daughter her blankie, <laughs> um, uh, it, it's One just, man it's just... on a mission to give his daughter her blankie. <laughs> yeah, now you just made my night. So, um, <laughs> but uh, well, it's still early Pacific time, which is what I'm not on. So. Right. right. <laughs> awesome. Uh, John, it's been an absolute honor. I hope that if you're ever in Chicago, feel free to drop me a line. I'd love to have a Apparently beer. I was just up there. So oh, just, oh, man. I didn't know that's where you guys were based. I would have swung by. Oh, man. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You, you travel a lot. Next time you're in Chicago, hit us up. We, we'll buy you a drink, get some pizza, eat some hot dogs. We'll hang out. Have I had yet time. to have a real Chicago style hot dog or pizza while I was actually there. Well, I'm, Dude, I'm, I am your, robbed. I'm looking. I'm, I am. I'm currently looking for work in uh, L.A. So if I, uh, oh wait, you're not in L.A. God damn it! Never mind. <laughs> I, I'm working on it though. I, I'm moving. We're we're trying to move out there next year, uh, around sometime around February. So figure you what's going to happen because there's so much work that I just I've, I'm I've pretty much am pressed against the glass ceiling from the town that I'm in. But yeah, so I mean the work keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and. The popularity of the things that I work on gets bigger, so yeah, you know, it's the only it's the only other logical step to make from from here. Maybe awesome. that'd be like a good YouTube series. Like maybe you guys can rent like an old RV and you guys can road trip. My buddy, I have a fr- I have a friend up in Vancouver, and he's I don't know how familiar you are with voice actors, but the Frank Welker is the godfather of cartoons. Lee Tokar is the Frank Welker of Vancouver right now, and he is <laughs> the biggest voice actor that's still out in that that way. And he's he's trying to get out to LA too. And I told him what we should do is just go. Breaking Bad style RV and convert it into a studio with enough space to hold a family of six and just live out of our RV. <laughs> we can live in a van down by the river uh, in LA and I'll just be a happy little family. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Let's make a great YouTube series. <laughs> so if, if I asked you to say something in your epic voice, will you say something in your epic voice? Something in my epic voice. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> got, you should guys always watch what you say after the word. See, it's, it's, what it's, I it's like Ron I, Burgundy reading the cue card. I, I set it up and you knocked it right down, man. <laughs> See, true <laughs> professional. <laughs> no, we, uh, but, uh, being under contract and having four kids gotcha. and working on a lot of family, family content trade, the adult language is not going to fly. <laughs> not a problem. We'll, we'll cut, we'll cut all that out anyway. So, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, you never know if you don't ask, right? You never know if you That's don't ask. That's true. I, that, my whole career got started because my wife said, you should cry out. And I said, nah. She said, what's the worst that can happen? The, the worst thing I can do is say no. What do you got to lose? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Nine years well, later. That's, it, seven, it, it's, seven, years, seven years later. <laughs> it, it's it's just great. Like I said, uh, we, we're big fans. We're so glad that you came on our podcast. I, I hope we can do it again sometime. And like I said, if you're ever in Chicago, the offer's always there. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. We we totally appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. John Bailey, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Dave, John. Yeah, John Bailey, good guy. Uh, totally. Uh, 
you know what? I, I, I all day I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, I wonder what he's gonna sound like. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, you you left to go do your thing, and he threatened to hang up within 30 seconds of you leaving. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't watch Game of Thrones either. I, I've never seen it. At this point, I feel like it's so it's so big. There's no point in me trying to catch up. Right. Like it's it's going to have to be like Breaking Bad. Like every, everybody talks about it. It's going to have to be off the air for two years, and then me and my wife are just going to have to be bored enough to yeah. want to start with episode one. And then you're going to start staying up all night watching it. <laughs> uh, so glad John came on though. Uh, super super busy dude, and it's so interesting to hear. Uh, uh, yeah. You could tell he he really likes what he does, and you know, there's people like we talked to like Dan Gordon, who's a uh, a voiceover actor, mm-hmm. and I think we've talked to a couple others, um, but that's the first time I've ever heard or spoke to anybody or heard of anybody. I think being like a voiceover nerd, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like he knows like he knows his predecessors and he knows his mentors, and uh, he yeah. copies them, and he does. I was just laughing the whole time he's doing the impressions because I know you're the same way. We used to get off on stuff like that. Like impressions are great to us, and uh, yeah, just like, he he studied the game. Yeah, and 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 you know me, I love that. I love seeing people who are really into what they are doing. You know, they have an actual passion. I mean, he right. like he he's the kind of person I feel that if there was voiceover trading cards. That he would buy the entire set. <laughs> <laughs> He'd buy the whole box. Like, yeah, remember back in the day when uh, everybody collected baseball cards and you could get them for like five a pop for fifty cents or whatever at the store. Mm-hmm. Or the rich, the rich kids could always like uh, buy the entire box uh-huh. <laughs> that was like a foot and a half long with every single series of the card. You know, yeah. that would be him with uh, voiceover guys, and and I love hearing that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's neat, and it's it just makes it more interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> I said that like I wasn't I done thought... with the sentence, but I was done with the sentence. Oh. <laughs> well, awesome. Dave, uh, uh, I'm so glad I finally got to talk to you again. We have uh, another great guest from the Flash TV show on the docket for next week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, com- coming up the week after that is uh, our most controversial guest, who I think that we're really going to have to be on point for. Uh, but uh, I think we're going to get schooled a little bit, but it's going to be a great show. I plan on listening mostly. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, But uh, for those of you that have kind of missed us and uh, emailed me and tweeted me and all that good stuff, like, we're still here. Uh, That's right. Dave and I, you know, it's uh, we don't make money off of this. We do this because we love it, and we love talking to people that we're interested in, and we mm-hmm. love uh, trying to entertain you guys and, and sometimes life just gets in our way a little bit dave's super busy doing the audio engineer thing i uh got pissed off and quit my job so <laughs> <laughs> so so one would think i would have all the time in the world but here here's the weird thing about when um when you're unemployed when, when you're unemployed uh you you almost feel guilty doing stuff you love yeah right does that make sense because you're a normal person yeah <laughs> right like because i dave will attest i love to work and I, i'm always mm-hmm. working on something and i'm always going with something and uh you know i quit my job and it helps me and my family out uh you know with childcare and stuff like that while we're between nannies which is fine mm-hmm. but uh for example last night 
I went and subbed in on uh, an indoor bocce ball league with our friend Tim, who's been on the podcast a few times. Uh-huh. And the whole time I'm there, I'm drinking beers, I'm playing bocce ball, listening to like this weird music. And and they have they always have like avant garde animations playing from a projector on a giant screen behind the courts. I don't know why it's just like the weird thing about it, you know. And it's just like a good time. Uh-huh. A bunch of people that I only get to see when I sub that I've known for years, but right. I only get to see when I sub bocce ball and stuff like that. And the whole time I'm there because I just quit my job. Um, I I almost felt guilty being there, and I told my <laughs> wife that she's like, "Did you have fun?" And I'm like. Well, absolutely. You know, it's nice to hang out with the guys, talk shit, play some bocce ball and, you know, have a bunch of drinks. But when when you're unemployed, like it's weird how you can feel you could be having so much fun. But at the same time, feel like you should be doing like, okay, it's 1030 at night and nobody's going to give a shit right now. But maybe I should put out a couple more resumes. (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep putting in. Let's see. This kind of contradicts what you always say. You always say I'm busy as an engineer, but I'm actually always looking for work and I'm looking for a full time Mm -hmm. job right now. And I literally fell asleep putting out resumes last night. Yeah. Like phone <laughs> phone in hand, like one hand on the computer, one hand on the phone. And I just uh, like woke up and I was like, oh, crap. I guess I didn't hit send. Well, that's okay. Something's going to happen <laughs> for us one day, my friend. <laughs> that's right. But Dave, awesome talking to you, my friend. Uh, I can't wait to do it again next week with uh, Violet Bean from the Flash TV show. That'll be exciting. We were actually yeah. supposed to record with her. We were actually supposed to record with her on Tuesday, but uh, her uh, agent called us and we had to reschedule for next Thursday because she was at a Comic-Con convention in Brussels, which is like some, like, oh, what a rough life, right? (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's a successful actress. I'm sure she's totally, she's totally earned it, but that's just kind of funny. Like me and Dave reschedule something because like, oh, like my work called me in late my kid's sick uh my computer's broke i went and, golfing uh, and the guy i went with got drunk yeah right <laughs> right yo real problems yeah and, <laughs> and then uh you know to have some of our guests that's like oh well you know she's flying from europe because somebody flew over there for a comic book convention it's uh uh it, it's inspiring and depressing all at the same time <laughs> but dave Love talking with you, my friend. I'm sure yeah, we'll man. talk throughout the week. I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, John Bailey, folks, please make sure to check him out on uh, Scream Junkies and on his trailers. And I, I would normally plug everything he's done, but it, it's just a ton of shit. So uh, make sure to check out, um, you know, check him out on Twitter and all that other good stuff. And uh, just a super cool dude. And I, I hope uh, he can come back on sometime in the future. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. He's a pretty funny guy. Yep. Yeah, totally, totally a cool dude. So uh, make sure to check us out on our on our Better Call Saul podcast. It's Saul Goodman. You can find that at SaulGoodman.com or at ISGM Podcast on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're working on trying to take a little different tact. We've had a lot of the actors and bit players from the show, and we had uh, the sound guy from the show, but I'm really going to concentrate over the next couple months like, let's try to get some of the writers in there and uh, maybe find out what it's like in the writing room and, yeah. and how they get into the heads of the characters. So uh, I got a few emails and, uh, emails and such that I can uh, I can hit up, and uh, we'll, we'll start that whole process. So those of you listening to us from It's All Good Men, don't worry. Just like last uh, last break, Dave and I aren't dead. We're, we're working on other things for you, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going to have some good things. It's going to be good times. It's going to be good things. It's going to be good, good. 
indeed. Uh, once again, you can check us out at nothingimportantpodcast.com or on Twitter at notimportantpc. Dave, you can stop recording now. Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.